don't limit yourself. Aim high. Air Force commercial. Come on. <laughs> Aim high, babe. Because usually what ends up we doing, uh, and it's this combination of both. So it's, you, you're trying to find your sweet spot. Uh, I want you to push yourself to go past what you think you can do. But I also don't want you thinking that, you know, you got to just solve, you know, world hunger. Okay, now you're going too far. I want you to aim high. But that means, guess what? Let me feed the people on, on my block. Welcome, family, to the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. And you know it's these five words I want to hear y'all say as this podcast begins. Say them out loud in your car, in your, in your bathroom, bedroom, wherever you're at. Say them out loud. I don't care if you're in the elevator. <laughs> say them. Say valuable. Valuable. Information. Information. Apply. Apply. Equals success. Equals success. Ha ha. And you hear that wonderful voice that you hear on the other end of this other mic is the wonderful, talented, gorgeous, spectacular, phenomenal, and quite tasty. Hey, hey. Ha <laughs> Diana Costa Bacon, my baby. Hey, boo. What's up, lovey love? Oh, yeah, you. And I want to talk about on this wonderful episode, things that make life great, things that make life great. Now, this is not an endless list of the things that make life great because we all could come up with our own list. But I really want to talk about some things that make life great because there might be some times that you take in life for granted. You don't realize actually how good you got it. But sometimes we need to be reminded that, you know what? Quite a few of these things that John has talked about, Diane has talked about on this podcast, I actually get a chance to have the privilege and the honor of doing these all the time. So, uh, without further ado, let's let's get started, babe. Okay. I think one of the greatest things you could ever do is to make sure you're not holding grudges against people and you forgive them. And this, I wanted to start off with a with with a shank. I just wanted to start off with a shank, because if you can get this part right right here, man, how much anxiety will be released? How much depression will be released? How much stress would be released in your life if you would forgive the people that have done you wrong? That have done you wrong and have have done you wrong. And I know, ladies and gentlemen, it can be super hard sometimes. And I'm not saying this is going to be an overnight thing. I'm not saying it's going to be a week thing, a month thing. It could be at least a year thing. Because there are some things that, guess what? It's hard to forgive. But I'm always going to say I'm not asking you to forgive for them. Is to forgive for you because holding those grudges, we don't realize how much that stresses our bodies out greatly by not being forgiving. Yeah. You know, this life that we're living is just an exercise in forgiveness. Yes. Big time. 
and I'm so grateful that at this moment as we speak I can think of any grudges that I'm currently having right now super grateful for this season uh that don't mean it, it ain't gonna be right around the corner <laughs> it don't mean by the time this podcast goes up I ain't gonna have a grudge against somebody but as of right now nobody's taking up that kind of space in Amen my head and my heart yeah it's yeah. a beautiful feeling yeah it's I, a good I, space to I be i can in. honestly say i don't have grudges i do have attitudes about, yeah. about stuff i i i will clearly admit to that i yeah. got attitude about some stuff i don't like and um i'm not in agreement with a lot of things yeah but yeah this whole life it's like our the whole life is exercising forgiveness yeah Right, we we gotta forgive our parents when we're kids. We mm-hmm. and as we grow older, we start realizing, man, they were just people. Yeah. Especially when we have kids and we make mistakes, and our kids look at us. And you know, when we get to a point in our life when we can look back and realize, you know, our parents were just regular people like we were with our own life until kids came along. Yeah. And um, man, none of us get everything right. Yeah, that's for sure. And sometimes. Um, we just have to learn to let things go. Yeah. If you don't know how to forgive, if you're not willing to forgive for yourself, at least let it go. Yeah. Because I think yeah. a, a, a big part of it is more than likely, not not with everybody. So we're just talking, let's start with the parents. Mm-hmm. More than likely, they might have done the best they possibly could. You know. Yeah, that's what we want to believe. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. They, they shot, they shot uh, from what they had learned on being parents. They they hopefully gave it to you. Now, if you, you know, your mom and dad were strung out on drugs or alcohol definitely get it they they uh that you know altered their uh parenting abilities but for the most part a lot of us you know you don't realize that uh as the generations go on uh each generation i i I really believe requires more i really believe requires more because i was you know always you know talk to my uh my clientele and they you know have to tell them like man during the era that i was raised in if the people just dads brought home the money Brought home the bacon, you know, no pun intended. Uh, they was usually pretty good dads. That was yeah, that was the, the, the stipulation of them being a good dad, being a provider. And I'm like, nowadays, oh, it takes way more than that. Well, I think more people are aware of what things that we need. And it's not just a financial yeah. um, role in a child's life. It's we want emotional. We want encouragement. Yeah. We want relationship. We want conversations we want cheerleaders we want like all kids did you see what i did we want to be seen Mm -hmm. we want to be known by them yeah and a lot of us didn't get that and if you had baby boomer parents that was their their job the the, the mom did the home the home stuff and the dad brought the money and um that might have been the best they know how to do yeah and can we at the very minimal just let that go yeah, it's not up to your standards. Well, yeah. I'm sure. Um, to be honest, all our kids aren't, aren't up to what we want for them either. Right, right, right. So let's just learn how to like let people live their best life. Yeah, and try to find ways to encourage that. And if you can't, then go sit down somewhere. Yeah. Oh, break it down, baby. That's how you have a great life. That's what we're talking about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my love. Yes. Yeah, we just got to talking about this not too long ago. Uh-oh. Never stop learning new things. Man, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
just did an episode on that and that's that's a huge one for having a great life do some new things do some challenging things yeah and you know what what stops us from learning new things fear yes um low self-esteem yes lack of confidence in ourself and mm-hmm. belief system in ourself um and just simply um being just an unknown yeah like being unaware of of everything and we got to be willing to like kind of step over that once you identify what are the things that are holding you back from even wanting to learn new things mm-hmm. then you can start to unravel those and step do one at a time one brick at a time and say you know what this where did I even where did I even begin to think this way or believe this way and we can move from there for sure let's yes. shut our some, down some walls let's kick the bricks down yeah. Let's find a friend that can come up alongside us and say, will you do this with me? Yeah. And some people are like, they've never been hiking. It could be something so small, so small for you. Right. But to them, it's like the hugest thing Same. ever. Yeah. Right. I remember my mom and we used to go to the pool like every day growing up. We'd ride our bikes like three miles down. I mean, that was the generation we grew up mm-hmm. in. You leave when the sun comes up or after breakfast, you're gone. Leave the house and you don't yeah. come back until dinner time. Mm-hmm. You just, for, for, for a lot of, a lot of the kids who are our ages, yeah. remember that, right? Um, but I remember being in, I must have been like in middle school, and my mother didn't know how to swim. Mm-hmm. And she came and she learned how to swim when we were in middle school. So you figure, what, what's that, 12, 13-year-olds? Mm-hmm. And I can't do math, but my mom must have been in her 30s, right. I'm assuming. And it was scary for her. Mm-hmm. But she looked at, at her environment. She looked at her surroundings. She realized that we were with her and nothing was going to harm her. And it was okay. And a lot of things that keep us is just being embarrassed yeah. of looking like a fool. Man, I look like a fool doing the things I want to do. And, and in, my, in my comfort zone, what do I care? How right. it looks when I do things out of it. Out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to know until I try. So, yeah. so what you fall? So what you fail? That's just yeah. one more step towards figuring it out. Yeah, and that's why I'm so grateful to be married to you because you have uh, enlightened me on quite a few things when it comes to enjoying life to its fullest. And it was getting out of that comfort zone to press in to, I know I've never tried it, but it's, this is the best time to try it is try it right now. Yeah. And, and uh, literally almost everything, I can't even think of something I, I, I haven't been grateful for that we haven't tried something new that she's wanted me to try and I'm just like man but I could have been doing this earlier in our marriage earlier in life mm-hmm. but it's the fact that now you know I feel like man you know what the sky is the limit let's let's try this stuff man yeah yeah it's a beautiful mm-hmm. feeling uh quitting early when you know something isn't right quitting early when you know something isn't right and the first thing that comes to my mind because you know being out here with my baby is get into relationships that you know deep down we wasting time being at jobs you know like man my heart ain't in this mm. and it's, it's it is those two of those biggest things right there it's just knowing that like man as soon as you sense that you know that don't mean sometimes you don't push through on something that you're really trying to accomplish or really uh but we just said it right there quitting early when you know something isn't right don't get too deep into that relationship when you know guess what this can't lead to nothing you know for years on down the line healthy you know, I'm going to be super regretful if I stay in this job longer than what I already know now because I really want to accomplish more things with my life. So learning that principle of, yeah, quit early. As soon as you know that you know, stop. Yeah, and you know what? 
Let's be quitters. Yeah. I'm going to quit worrying. I'm going to quit apologizing. Ooh. I'm going to quit overthinking. What? I'm going to quit negative self-talk. Mm. I'm going to quit sabotaging myself. I'm going to quit eating so much crap, junk food. I'm going to quit dismissing me. I'm going to quit people-pleasing. I'm going to quit making excuses. Mm. I'm going to quit being so damn critical, Man. not only to myself, but to other people. I'm going to quit overspending, even though I really don't overspend. Maybe right. I thrift stores and yard sales i'm gonna quit overworking (laughs) i I am a i am a i am like a plower i I will plow to my own demise you got the gift and then it takes me three days to recover because i will push myself until i'm done and it's something that's embedded in me and i'm grateful for work ethic but damn i'm gonna quit being so mean to myself come on baby i'm gonna quit stressing and quit mm. judging myself i'm just gonna quit yeah I'm a quit. Nothing wrong with being a quitter. Ooh. I'm gonna be a quitter. I love how you did that, babe. That was phenomenal. I like that. I like that. Uh, remembering <laughs> there is no such thing as the perfect decision. Uh, the best that you could ever do is gather the information that you can get and make the best decision possible. Don't gather too much information because, you know, some of us overthinkers will keep on getting information, information and information and then use that as an excuse not to make a decision. Because a lot of times people think that uh, laziness is a uh, just per- people just being lazy, not want to do stuff. Sometimes being lazy for some people is a coping skill. How about we. I get permission. Yeah. To delete lazy mm-hmm. from your vocabulary. Come on, and girl. instead of saying, I know I'm being lazy, ask yourself, why is it that I'm needing more rest and I'm not giving it to myself? Mm. Or why am I not making this decision when I know I need to make it? What's keeping you from making it? It's not about being lazy. Sometimes it's just physical. Sometimes it's emotional. And sometimes we try to avoid feeling our feels. And yeah. man, we got to feel the feels. We got to feel all the feels. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just there as flags to to kind of um, let us know what's going on. Yeah. What's going on? Identify those feels. Is it fear? Is it shame? Is it guilt? Is it low self-esteem? Is it lack of confidence? Figure out what that is. Quit doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you have to call a friend, say, hey, will you come and do this with me? Yeah. Because I don't think I have the courage to do it by myself. Come on. And I bet you real friends will show up. Yeah. 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 Another one is telling yourself every single day that you matter or whatever else you need to hear yourself say. Because if God seen fit to bring you upon this beautiful planet, he has a reason why you're here. You're not just here to take up space. You're not just here just to breathe. You are uniquely and wonderfully made. And God has something so special on this earth for you that this earth demanded your presence to be here. God seemed fit that like, man, if my baby would use their gift, how many people's lives would be changed? So you have to know deep down with everything you're being because God loves you, that you matter. And that there's something that matters so much to somebody else that's connected to you. Yeah. And sing yourself a love song. Instead of saying you, instead of saying, I love you, I honestly love you, 
or I'm hopelessly devoted to me. I'm hopelessly devoted to me. Right, that's I'm hopefully devoted to me. Hopefully. Hopefully devoted to me. Rather than hopelessly. I'm hope filled. Mm. Yes. In the things that are possible in my life. Because if I don't hope for it, chances are ain't nobody gonna hope for it or even try for it. What you say up up in here, babe? Don't you ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't limit yourself. Aim high. Air Force commercial. Come on. <laughs> Aim high, babe. Cause usually what ends up we doing. Uh and it's this combination of both. So it's you you're trying to find your sweet spot. Uh I want you to push yourself to go past what you think you can do but i also don't want you thinking that you know you gotta just solve you know world hunger okay now you're going too far i want you to aim high but that means guess what let me feed the people on on my block let me feed the people in the neighborhood let me feed the people at a park let me feed the people that i see daily that's homeless let me yeah there we go we starting to get out that aim high of how many people can i reach to actually do this goal that i'm trying to do yeah and we can start at home yeah Yeah. let me make a healthy meal for my children so they will have healthy food choices as they grow up so they'll learn that let me make uh healthy choices in the food that i'm making so me and my husband can have a beautiful life and better health yeah you can start with one person. You might not change the world, but you can change one person's entire yeah. world. Yeah. And why does don't limit yourself, aim high, mean a great deal? Because when you're limiting yourself, I don't want you to limit yourself in anything. Uh, don't limit how much money you can make. Why is that? Because you might get to a point, guess what? You're comfortable. And that's cool. I want you to have enough money for you. An immediate family. But what if my, my babies need some money? Once they leave the house and they're trying a new business venture or something like that, why, why wouldn't I have enough money to be having investment capital into their business? Uh, what about my grandbabies? Mm. I would love for them to be able to come to us down the line and be like, Granddaddy, oh, man, I got the grades. We doing the thing. I believe that we love you. and I just really want to go to school. But they ain't giving me no scholarships. They ain't giving me no and I would love to say, baby, how much you need? Okay, we writing the check. So the only thing I want you to focus in on is school. Lord knows that would be a blessing. That's why not limiting yourself, I want you to be able to be that blessing for the next generation and then the generation after that. Mm-hmm. So you don't limit yourself in anything. Another one would be to set boundaries. Please, ladies and gentlemen, set boundaries around yourself. And there are so many ways you can set boundaries. One of the ways that I set boundaries for me is uh, when it comes to relationships. Uh, I'm really big on this. If I can't pour into you, and usually that's somebody that's younger than me, if we can't pour into each other, it's usually about people my age, give or take, and you can't just pour into me, somebody usually my elder, uh, usually I will tell you, you can't be with me. If I can't pour into you, we can't pour into each other, or you can't pour into me, you can't be with me. Because there ought to be some wonderful blessings coming from the relationships that we have. And even in the, even in the relationships of me giving, um, that they blessing me by letting me give to them. Even for the people that's blessing me, like my elders, 
they being a blessing to me and I'm still being able to be a blessing to them by being able to, you know, take them to the grocery store, or the doctor's office or whatever it may be. And then when we bless each other, you know, that's just win win in the whole situation. So that's just one area of how you can uh, set boundaries. But how, how do you set boundaries for you? Well, there's seven types of boundaries, right? So let's let's maybe think about uh, there's boundaries that we have to set. Again, every one of us is different. What boundaries uh, a child has for themselves is going to be different than an adult, is going to be different than a senior citizen. Um, We have to set some physical boundaries. I know physically I'm um, disabled, so there's certain boundaries. I just cannot get up and go, you know, hey, let's go hiking today. I I can't do that. Setting some sexual boundaries. That's mm-hmm. important because um, so many times the victim is the one that's being attacked as far as when you speak up for yourself and say, these are my boundaries. That's not acceptable. Whether that be verbal mm-hmm. or whether that be physical, it's not okay. Right. Right. There's emotional and mental boundaries. Mm-hmm. There's some things that we know that we have to set peace in our household. We have to have uh, certain things that make peace create peace mm. but also maintain yeah peace, keep the peace. how can yeah, we how can sustain um peace in our home mm-hmm. maybe the way that you communicate figure out ways to have disagreements figure out ways that we can we can come to an agreement that's going to benefit everybody or we're just going to we're, we're going to maybe file it away for a little bit until we can decide what's best for all of us spiritual and religious boundaries mm-hmm. that's important because yeah. spiritually i might have uh Maybe my um, routine is different than yours. And it is. Our right. routines look very different, very different from each other. Yes, so I think it's really important that we set those spiritual and religious boundaries and feel no guilt, guilt about, about it. it. Yeah. Feel no guilt about it's it. Really and, you know, who says that some, sometimes religious boundaries, sometimes relig- certain religions will tell you that this is the way you're supposed to do it and how you're supposed to do it. And that doesn't work for everybody. So don't feel guilty about it. You do what works best for you about how uh, you speak to God about where you figure that out for yourself and that's what um, another boundary financial mm-hmm. boundaries are very important no sis I can't go out to dinner every week I don't get, get my nails and I don't get my hair there's certain things we do because we're we're hey we're planning to go places yeah, we want to go on vacation that's more important to me so no I'm not going to cross my financial boundaries I state them because I have other places I'd rather invest in yeah than spending here. And those are material boundaries too. No, I'm not going to take extra furniture because I don't want the extra bulk because it creates stress in my life right. because I'm trying to keep a peaceful home, right? And then uh, the big one is time boundaries. We forget about our time. Um, there's only so much time when I work. I only work two-hour shifts because I know my limitations. I right. know after those two hours, uh, prior to my brain surgery, uh, I can do 12 oh, to 16-hour shifts. shifts. I was yeah, working back. 16 hours a day. And now two hours sure physically feels like 12 to 14 hour shifts to me. I'm wiped. Mm -hmm. So recognizing what my time constraints are based on my availability, my physical ability, my emotional stability, all of it. Yeah. Because when we cross one of those, it's going to affect every other one of the other ones. And there's whatever non-negotiables you have in you. What are the... the, what, What are the key elements in your life that you're trying to maintain and sustain? Figure out what those are, and, and every other aspect of your life has very set guidelines. You get to decide what those guidelines are, and you get to decide what it costs to access those right. to anybody. And you, you get the right to change what it costs to access that also. 
at any point say, yeah, yeah, I did. I let you come over. I knew it crossed my boundaries. I want to be in bed by eight, but I let you come over at seven o'clock and it's not working mm-hmm. for me. I did that because I love you and I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And I really wanted to see you. Well, next time say, hey, listen, you know, can we do like six or uh, because I like to be in bed by eight. So figuring out what works for you and honoring that. Yeah. And we're going to finish with this one, babe. Turn your shoulds into musts. Uh, a lot of times we leave life to chance and we really need to press in to, you know what, I, I must do this. You know, so I'm going to give you a couple of uh you look back over when you're younger, you'd be like, man, you know what? I, I should be saving money, should be saving money. You get older, you're in your 30s. I should save money. I should save money. You're in your 40s. I should save money. I should save money. You're in the 50s. I should save money and should save money. And then you get in your 60s and be like, oh, Lord, my God, I should have saved money. When you do this stuff to you, uh, where it's a must in your life, you will get a lot more accomplished with your life. I know like I'm in a uh, position now where I'm trying to get my my, my health together. And, and I'm, I'm like I said, I always tell you guys, I'm, I don't deal with any uh, physical pain and I'm super grateful for that. But one of the areas I'm needing to have a must in right now is changing my diet because of my A1C levels. And I'm super grateful that what used to be, a, yeah, I, you know, I'm still kind of young. I'm working out, you know, I'm eating pretty decent. So I get to still eat whatever the hell I want to eat. Uh, them days are gone. Uh, Big Daddy has a must of changing that diet, uh, eating things that are going to be bringing me health and life instead of stuff that's just uh, preserved, preserved, preserved and preserved. It's stuff that brings life to you that what did I want to eat now? So those are the must. And those are just one of the the things that I, I have. I must do. It's not a should. Yeah. Becoming more of a living garden and what we're consuming rather than a graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, not all the preserved food. Just it's natural living food. That's a must. You know, you must. Uh, let's see, it said save money. You must. These these are things that that shouldn't be optional in your life. When they become optional, then there's the whole try thing. And when it should be, guess what? I must do this in order to have the kind of life that I say I want. Yeah, be intentional. Yeah, yeah. Once you define those things, and that yeah. goes along with the whole, like I said before, the boundaries. Yeah. And, and and ladies and gentlemen, this this is big. Yeah, this is why we I, I wanted to do this episode so much because there is there are a lot of must in your life. In order for you to have a great life, yeah, there's a lot of must that you should do. There's some things that you deep down been wanting to do, and you keep telling yourself I should do these things, but it should get to a point now in your life. Guess what? I must do this because if I don't, I'm gonna end up paying for it when I get older. And I don't want to look back over my life and say, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I want to right now, currently, live my best life. And in order to live my best life, my great life, there are certain things that are non-negotiable. I got to do them. So, I am so grateful for this time to spend with my baby. Uh, thankful for we get a chance to share our hearts when it comes to having a great life and some of the things that we've done. And I'm super grateful to share that with the people that we're speaking with right now. And I'm so grateful to have this time with you, my love. I love you, babe. I'm going to give you my love. All of my love. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys, for being on the podcast with us today. God bless. All right. What's up, family? It's your boy, John Bacon from the Bacon Bits Podcast. 
Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth. So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith. Because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So if some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife. This is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. So you can pick that up on Amazon, also on audiobook. And we also have The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of, uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries, and I'm super grateful, but I'm still grieving the process of healing. And this is part of the process. In this book, you have devotionals, you have prayers, and you have some ponderings. And in between these pages, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own. Or maybe you want to write something in these books. This is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together. And you guys can just head over to Kingdom Servants First. Kingdom Servants, the number one, ST.com. And you can purchase all three of these books. Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless.